0: The propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York. Tennessee and Virginia from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash brought Ross you by the SGPN and Bowl Challenge. $250 in cash and a $200 fi- $250 gift card is up for grabs exclusively on the SGP and Pack. ...and
1: taking the shot the crowd.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December 14th, currently 1115 on the East Coast, here to talk about NBA player props for the Wednesday schedule in the NBA. And joining me, as usual, to help me break down the player props. You know him on The Voice over on The College Experience, as well as the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's my main man, Ryan McIntyre. Ryan, how you doing, my man?
1: I'm doing good. Moon off. Uh, good to be on the NBA Propcast again and uh, talk a little NBA. Uh, college hoops full and swing, and so is the NBA.
0: Yeah, hoops, hoops, and more hoops, man. Uh, definitely exciting times as usual for sports fans. I Feel like we see that more times throughout the years than not, or sorry, throughout the year than not. Um, but yeah, man, college basketball is in full swing. NBA had some pretty good action on Monday and Tuesday. Um, last night, Boston and Lakers go into overtime, really a quirky game in that one. Um, a lot of back and forth. Boston jumped out to a lead. Um, looked like they were going to run away with it. Lakers give them credit for, um, coming back. They had a run in the second half, that third and fourth quarter, and then, Looked like Lakers were going to run away with it, but here comes Boston down the final about two, three minutes to tie it up and send it into overtime and just not enough in the tank for the Lakers to get that victory there. Uh, Boston eventually pulled away, got the victory by four points, and they end a very, very long road trip for them as they head back to the East Coast. Uh, they are going to have, I believe, I think it was a six or seven game homestand. Um the way I talked about it yesterday on the NBA pod, uh, yeah, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, seven game home So they'll be home um, up until the end of the month. They'll have a game in Denver uh, in on New Year's Day, uh, and that starts another West Coast road trip for them. Four games on the road there. Two come they come back home for two, and then they have four, four more on the road. So yeah, definitely a difficult schedule there for the Boston Celtics. But Ryan. Let me kick it to you. Anything that's kind of stood out to you over the past couple days or the past week uh, in the NBA?
1: No, not so much. I mean, it's kind of been consistent. Um, Teams that are good defensively continue to win, and the teams that are not continue to struggle. Uh, Boston and Milwaukee definitely have separated themselves or continue to separate themselves at the top of the Eastern Conference. The West is going to be entertaining. I mean, you look up right now and you got, what, New Orleans and Memphis tied in the one seed, and then you got Denver, Phoenix, Portland, and the Clippers even go all the way down to the Kings and Jazz all within three and a half games. And, I mean, even the Mavs and Warriors are within four and a half games. So the West is going to be a fun race here.
0: Yeah, a uh, lot more parity in the Western Conference uh, this season. Kind of look at it up and down, and yep. you know, like you mentioned, there one through ten is separated about four and a half games. Versus you take a look at the East, one through ten is separated by eight and a half games. So uh, yeah, that that that's going to be a race that's really going to come down to the wire. I think one of these teams it, it's going to you know not be able to get into the play-in tournament, whether that's going to be Minnesota. Whether that might be Utah or whether it might be the Lakers as well, so um, it'll be interesting as we slowly and slowly uh, wind this year down and then get into January. That's where the rumors of trades really start heating up uh, for yeah. the NBA. So that's going to be fun to break down as well. But yeah, right now looking at the Western Conference, Pelicans and Grizzlies are sitting there at uh, eight and eighteen and nine, both one and two. Well, those have been two teams that have been struggling with injuries uh, thus far this season. You know, John Moran has been in the lineup. Uh, Memphis has also been without uh, Desmond Bain for the past uh, month or so. Um, and Triple J just made his return as well. So they haven't really been able to get all three of their top guys on the floor at the same time. Also with the Pelicans here, Ryan, um, you know, we were really high on the Pelicans coming into this season um, on the NBA pod. And they're sitting at 18 and 9. They've been without Brandon Ingram now for the past, I think, two to three weeks. He's dealing with a toe injury. Zion is looking like the player that we all expected him to be when he came out of Duke as a number one overall pick. Glad to see him healthy. He's dominating inside the paint, but have you been able to see anything from Zion? I know you're a college guy as well. You probably watched him at Duke, but about him in the NBA.
1: Yeah, no, I and you know, you look at the Pelicans, the way they finished the year, uh, making the trade for McCollum at the deadline, and they kind of yeah. came out of nowhere. They started the year, what, 2-15 and 15 last year or something crazy, and mm-hmm. I mean, they were right there with Phoenix in the 1-8 matchup to, to knock them off last postseason, and uh, they just have continued to ride the momentum, got Zion back, so I mean, this is going to be a tough out in the Western Conference.
0: Yeah, um, this is going to be a fun race. I'm really excited about this Pelicans team. Hopefully they're all able to stay healthy because, you know, they have, I think getting CJ McCollum last season at the trade deadline was absolutely huge for them. Uh, Having a veteran guy come in where you don't really need him to, you know, be that secondary scorer like he was with Damian Lillard, where he had to go out and put 23 to 25 points per night. You have guys like Zion, Bandren, Ingram that can handle, you know the scoring load. And if you need C.J. McCollum, he can chip in as well. But I think just having that veteran point guard and a guy that can run the offense, uh, I think that's huge for the Pelicans. And again, Willie Green has done a fantastic job as well this season uh, for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. So yeah, definitely excited what they've been able to do so far this season. And in the, in the East, I mean, look, it's it's like you already mentioned it there, Ryan. It's it's Boston and Milwaukee just sitting there at the top. Yeah. Um, those two teams were probably just battled aloud for number one seat in the Eastern Conference. And Cleveland has looked good as well. Um, they're sitting at 17 and 11. You know, Brooklyn has been has not been in the news as much as they were last season with the whole Kyrie situation. Uh, but yeah, it's no, that's not a bad thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a bad thing, right? The, <laughs> the Steve Nass attraction is is gone. Uh, you have yep. Jock Vaughn as a head coach here, and Kyrie Irving. You know, we haven't had the the circus, I guess we can say that we had with him last season for the Brooklyn Nets. No doubt.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, The Nets are always entertaining. So, I mean, if they're playing their best basketball going into the playoffs, they could be a tough out as well. I mean, they are talented still. Yeah. Yeah, and they got everybody healthy now, right? They
0: got Seth Curry back. They have Joe Harris back. You know, Kevin Durant is doing Kevin Durant things. And, you know, we know Kyle good of a basketball player just from a skill position uh, that Kyrie Irving is. So, definitely exciting times if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan. One thing I did want to ask you about here, Ryan, before we do get into our player props, It seems like this team uh, had a lot of hype coming into it, uh, but it seems like they may be closer to blowing it up or there's some friction going on. And that's going to be the Atlanta Hawks. And, you know, I know DeJounte Murray is out with the ankle injury and John Collins also out with the injury, but, you know, the rumors are certainly starting to heat up with that, you know, if John Collins is going to be on this team. And this kind of dates back to last season where he was in those trade rumors uh, Mm -hmm. for the New Orleans, sorry, for the Atlanta Hawks. And, you know, there were stories as well that him maybe him and the Trey weren't getting along. And we saw the whole issue with Trey Young that he missed the game where he didn't even attend the game because Dave McMillan wanted him to come off the bench because of the shoulder injury, yada yada yada. But what do you think about the Atlanta Hawks here? I think I think they're maybe closer to, you know, trading John Collins and then trying to get more pieces around DeJounte and Trey Young versus just kind of going with it, going with the roster that they have right now.
1: Yeah, no, definitely a disappointment. I had them uh, as one of the teams that could maybe sneak up in the East like they did two years ago when they beat the Sixers in uh, the what was it, the second round, and then gave the Milwaukee Bucks a series in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then last year they took a step back when expectations were high, and I thought they would bounce back this year a little more under the radar, but that just hasn't happened. Um, I think Trey Young's a hard guy to play with, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of a uh, prima donna, but, I mean, uh, we all know how talented he is. I mean, he averages 27-10 and 10 for a reason, but sometimes th- those guys can wear on these guys and and guys just need to change the scenery in the NBA. Yeah, especially when you have two guys on this roster
0: now that are ball-dominant, right? DeJounte Murray, yeah. and we know what Trey Young um, needs a ball in his hand to be effective, so it'll be interesting what kind of happens with this uh, Ellen Hawks team going forward. They are 3-7. and seven. Over their last ten games, they're sitting at fourteen and fourteen. They're still in the playoff uh bracket there, that play in tournament. Uh where they're only about uh half a game behind New York for the sixth spot. But again, I think that's gonna be a team uh that we have to keep an eye on as as we kind of progress through the NBA season here and, and getting to the trade deadline uh in the
1: association. Agreed there.
0: Yeah. Uh, All right, uh, Ryan, let's get into our player props here, man. We've got 10 games on the schedule here tonight. Uh, Hopefully, we can get some winners
1: out to the listeners. Uh, What do you got for your first player prop? I'm going to go to uh, the Orlando versus uh, Atlanta matchups. We just touched on Atlanta. Uh, They're kind of struggling defensively right now. I'm going to go with Bonchera over... 24 and a half points in assists. Uh, looking at what Poncher has done in the last five games, he's gone over that 24 and a half points and assists in uh, four straight meetings. Uh, the other night, he had 20 and 5, before that, 23 and 4. So I think he's starting to hit his stride a little bit as a rookie. Uh, I knew he came out swinging right out of the gates, uh, kind of hit a little bit of a rookie wall in there um, in the middle, but now I think he's playing better and better. And uh, He's going to have the ball, so I like uh, my chances of over 24.5 points and assists.
0: Yeah, Atlanta's been one of those teams that have been struggling to defend the paint this season as well, right? And I think that's where the advantage that the Orlando Magic may have here tonight against this uh, Atlanta Hawks team. Uh, Atlanta ranks number 26 as far as defending the paint. They're allowing 53.6 points inside the paint. Like you met, you know, Paulo Pancaro, Over the last four games, he's had 20-plus points in each of those uh, four games against Atlanta this season. They've already played him – sorry, played the Hawks twice. And in those two games, uh, Paulo Pancaro had 20 points each in those games Mm -hmm. and uh, also had two assists and five assists respectively. He didn't shoot the ball very well, but I think that he'll probably have an easier time uh, tonight um, being more efficient, I think, for uh, him. Scoring the basketball and getting those assists as well. So, yeah, I like this play. He's he's been uh, he's been great so far in his rookie campaign. And again, he is the odds-on heavy, heavy betting favorite to go ahead and win that rookie of the year award. I uh, hope he's able to stay healthy for this team because the future is definitely bright for this Orlando Magic team if when you have uh, the number one overall pick on this roster.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: Uh, all right let me get over to my first player prop here uh, I'm gonna go over to the Chicago Bulls and the New York Knicks game here tonight I'm gonna go with Zach Levine over 22 and a half points here tonight um Levine on the season he's averaging 21.8 points per game but over the last five games at least Levine has seen a bump uh, in points uh per game um in those five games up to t- close to 25 points per game in those five games but I think that really the one thing that really stuck, uh, stuck out to me about Zach Levine um, that ever since he joined the Chicago Bulls, he's played this Knicks team uh, 10 times, and he's gone over this projection of 22.5 in uh, 7 of those 10 games. The Knicks are one of the teams that do struggle defending the 3-point line as well. Uh, they allow their opponents to make about 13 uh, makes per game. I believe that ranks number 26 out of 30 teams here. Yeah, And then they also allow the most attempts to the New York Knicks as well. So um, I think this might be a night where Levine can get it going from behind the arc. Um, also I think that obviously when it's him and DeMar DeRozan that are your primary scorers on this roster, I think that, um, we should have a, a night here tonight. Um, uh, I can easily see him getting into 24, 25 point range along with DeMar DeRozan. I think that continued success against the New York Knicks uh, should be on full display here tonight. So Zach Levine over 22 and a half points here for me tonight here, Ryan.
1: Yeah, no, and looking at what he's done the last five or last four games, he's gone over that clip uh, in three out of the last four, and like you said, he's getting the volume of shots. The other night against Sacramento, he had 28 field goal attempts. Uh, A couple of the other games, 19-18, and he's shooting a lot of threes as well. I mean, he attempted nine threes in back-to-back games against the Wizards and Kings. So, yeah, no, I like that play, and uh, the Knicks were kind of struggling as well.
0: Yeah, Um, especially, yeah, like I mentioned, beyond the three-point line. So I think that I I would say he's probably their best three-point shooter uh, on this team. I know DeMar DeRozan doesn't shoot a lot. He's a mid-range king. I mean, it's so easy for DeMar DeRozan. But, you know, for Chicago, I think Zach Levine is probably their best three-point shooter on this team. So hopefully he can get it going from beyond the arc as well. If you guys want to also get down on his three-point props here tonight, uh, it's at 2.5 and minus 110, I believe. So I think that might be worth a look as well for Zach Levine here tonight. Um, all right, uh, Ryan, why don't you take it up to your next player prop for tonight? What do you got?
1: I'm going to go with the guy that had his uh, best game of the season so far. I'm going to go to Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to go over 18 and a half points. Uh, he had 25 the other night against the Celtics. I think he's slowly. Finally starting to look like Kawhi again. Um, It's taken a little bit, but uh, uh, looking at what he's done against the Timberwolves in his career as well, he averages over 20 points a game. I know he's not the same guy he was, but I think he can get in the 20s again, back-to-back nights, and keep the momentum rolling from uh, his good night against the Celtics.
0: Yeah, and I think last game uh, for Kawhi Leonard, uh, (laughs) he was very efficient from the floor. 10 10 of 12. right? And I think that, and that was against a Boston team that, With, or at least in my mind, I think that is supposed to be a good uh, off, or sorry, defensive team. But yeah, you're right. I mean, Kawhi Leonard has been hovering around around 28 to 29 uh, minutes per game uh, for the uh, LA Clippers, and also been doing a great job rebounding the basketball as well. I think that slowly but surely they're really getting him back into the flow of. Being on the floor and playing games, and I think that, you know, them having these nights off in between games where if it's obviously a back-to-back situation, we know Kawhi Leonard's going to sit. But um, I like it, man. Again, he's a guy that can knock down the three-point shot. He can finish around the basket. He can finish around the mid-range as well. And, again, Minnesota is just one of those teams that just are not very good defensively. We saw how many points they gave up to the Portland Trailblazers, and now you have to go up against a team. And the Clippers, led by Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, here tonight. So I think that definitely have their hands full here with uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, all right, for my next player prop, I am going to go over to let's go over to the San Antonio Spurs in the Portland Trail Blazers game here tonight. Um, I'm going to go with Yusuf Nurkic, starting center for the Portland Trail Blazers, over 11 and a half rebounds here tonight. And I think that this is a game where Nurkic should have success inside rebounding the basketball because uh, they are – the Spurs going to be down Yaka Purtle in this game. Zach Collins is also doubtful here tonight for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, and the uh, I think their other forward slash center, uh, Bates Diop, is questionable here tonight. But you take a look at Nurkic. He is averaging 10.4 rebounds here um, per game this season. Last five games, he's averaging 12 rebounds per game for the um, Portland Trail Blazers. In the last two games against Minnesota, he had 16 rebounds, 15 rebounds in the game against the Utah Jazz. He also had 14 rebounds. And, you know, this season, if you kind of take a look at what the San Antonio Spurs have done against the um, center position, they're allowing the center position to grab 15.1 rebounds per contest so far this season. And not having, you know, a true presence inside for the um, San Antonio Spurs, I know they also have been one of those teams that don't rebound the basketball very well either. So I think that Nurkic should, you know, have a good night rebounding again here tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. And you kind of take a look at his history against the Spurs. I know he only had one, re- or sorry, five rebounds in an earlier match of this season against the Spurs. But prior to that, um, you know, he's had a game where he had sixteen rebounds. A uh, couple seasons ago, but I think that this is an opportunity here tonight where he should be able to have a good night on the on the board. So that number currently is sitting at eleven and a half for Yusuf Nurkic. So I'm going to go ahead and take that over on his rebounds.
1: Yeah, no, I like to play because we. I feel like we touch on the Spurs every single episode, how bad they are defensively, how bad they are uh, rebounding the basketball. So, and over there, I think you could definitely get over that number easily. I'm going to just, I'm with you, continue to fade the Spurs in these uh, props. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right, before we move on here, get over to Ryan's next player prop. Let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor. That's WinBet. For ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in the same-game parlay, WinBet is your home with their WinBet. Build your own bet, letting you customize that bet the way you want to make it. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from. Now all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer something to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you're or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 4700 Ross back with Underdog Fantasy. And if you haven't already signed up with Underdog Fantasy, you can still get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit match. And Underdog is great for their weekly battle royal format as well as getting an early start with their playoff best ball drafts. Underdogfantasy.com, using promo code SGPN, gets you that 100% 100 deposit match of up to $100. All right, Ryan, let's get over to your next player problem, man. What do you got for your third player prop here for tonight?
1: So I'm going to go with the guy that's been really good to us who was awful the other night. He's coming off a game where he was 0 for 9 from the field, uh, only had one point and six assists, uh, two turnovers. Tyrese Halliburton against the Golden State Warriors, I'm going to go over 29.5 points and assists combined. Uh, you look at what he had done before that—the three previous games: thirty-five and 9, 23 and 11, 26 and fifteen. Uh, he had a twenty-four and fourteen a couple weeks ago as well, twenty-one and fifteen. The guy's been awesome this year. Rare bad game for him the other night against the Miami Heat. I don't think the Warriors are as good as the Miami, or yeah, as good as the Miami Heat defensively with their length. So I will go uh, over twenty-nine and a half points and assists for uh, Tyrese Halliburton.
0: This has to be a good bounce back spot for him. You're right. I mean that game yeah. was like out of the 1990s. <laughs> it really yeah. was. Uh, it finished what 87, 82 in favor of the Miami Heat in that game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're right. Look, Halliburton just didn't have a good game. And on the last season, we talked a lot about it on the NBA pod in the propcast as well. How you know Miami was one of the better teams defending the point guard position, but that game was or that game against uh, against the Heat. It was just an outlier this season. Like we don't we rarely see a game with a final score of 87, 82. We usually have that type of score, right? When it's like end of three quarters. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or a rare like playoff game that's sprinkled yeah. in there, like Celtics uh Heat last year that was rare. Yeah, and it's like Miami that
0: is a team that's always involved in those type of games, right? Because they've just been they love it. <laughs> yeah, they're like that gritty team where they kind of pride themselves on defense. Haven't been really that team defensively this year, but again, we saw it uh, in that game against the Pacers. But yeah, that was just an ugly game. I mean, both teams shot below, well below 40%. They were well below uh, 30% from the three-point line. And now you have a Golden State team coming in tonight. Again, we're not sure who's going to play or not, but at least we know Tyrese Halliburton is going to be on the floor. And we'll see the pace up in this game because we do, you know, we... The Golden State Warriors and both the Indiana Pacers do like playing with pace, so I think this should definitely be a bounce-back game here tonight for Halley, and again, both of these teams are top five in pace, so again, the assist and the points should be uh, uh, plenty for Tyrese Halliburton here tonight. It's not a pod, uh, Ryan, without us having a a Halliburton prop.
1: No doubt. Yeah, no, (laughs) you you touched on it with the pace, so I, I mean, I expect up and down, and the total reflects that as well. Yeah.
0: Uh all right, let's get into my next player prop and I am going to go with uh let's go to the game between the Charlotte Hornets and the uh Detroit Pistons. Terry Rozier over 23 and a half points here tonight and I think this is just a pure play on, based off of the injury report for the Charlotte Hornets and and again they've been without Lamelo Ball for pretty much a majority of the season. He's been dealing with you know ankle injuries. Uh, Gordon Hayward has been out as well. Another point guard that they are without is Dennis Smith, uh Dennis Smith Jr. and Terry Rozier. At least over the last five games, has been on a tear for the Hornets, and that's been Rozier is averaging twenty six points per game while shooting forty one point seven percent from beyond the arc. Rozier has gone over this projection in five by the last game. Uh, five of the last six games for the Hornets. uh, And also he's averaging 36 minutes per game, which I believe leads a team in minutes played. And, you know, we've talked a lot about on the pod here about the Pistons just struggling to guard the point guard position. They're allowing the opposing point guards to average 24.6 points per game. Uh, But over his last two career games against the Pistons, Terry Rozier is averaging 29 points um, in those two games. And again, like I mentioned, the injuries, it's really going to have to be on the back of guys like Terry Rozier and P.J. Washington to put up the points here tonight for the uh, Charlotte Hornets against his Pistons team. So uh, for me, I am going to go with Terry Rozier over 23.5 points here tonight, uh, Ryan.
1: Yeah, no, uh, Rozier's been rolling, uh, 29, 24, 29, 22, 26 in his last five. Uh, and you look at the the shot volumes there as well. Uh, he's gone 20 or more shots in five straight games, so definitely like to play here of uh, Rozier in the over.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, we, we talked a lot about just fading this Pistons uh, defense as well against that point guard position. Um, uh, but we also got the news about, uh, unfortunately for the Pistons fan, uh, Cade uh, Cunningham's gonna miss the rest of the season with a shin injury. So it yeah. might just be Jaden Ivy season uh, for yeah, the that, uh, Pistons. That was brutal news. Yeah, it really was, man. I was really excited to watch him play this season. He, he got off to a great startup before, you know, they were waiting to see if the rest and maybe some uh, treatment would be able to heal the injury. They'd be able to come back, but man, that just sucks, man. I, I was really excited to watch Caden and, and uh, Jaden Ivy in the backcourt uh, this season, but hope, we have to wait for that until next season. All right, so that's three player props each year. Let's get into our best bets for tonight. Ryan, why don't you lead us off, my man? What's your best bet for uh, the NBA schedule tonight for your player props?
1: So I'm going to go to the lowest total of the night. Uh, the Cavs and Mavs are sitting currently at a 215.5. And, and digging why that is so low. Well, the Cavs are really good defensively. The Mavs are okay defensively. But both teams play slow. They're both uh, at the tail end of pace of play. Yeah. So I'll go under 30 and a half uh, points and assists for Donovan Mitchell. I know he's been playing well as of late, but you look at what he's done against uh, the Dallas Mavericks when he was a member of the Utah Jazz over the last year. Or so he's only averaging, I mean, he had a game where he had 12 points, he had 17 points, and then just. Uh, only uh, four assists and then five assists. So I'm going to take the under 30 and a half in a because I anticipate a game that's going to be played at a slower pace and limited possessions.
0: Yeah. Again, uh, if, again, like you mentioned there, that these are the two slowest paced teams in the league, right? really they are they're they're uh, number yep. one and number two yep. as far yep. as uh pace and again yeah i think we'll see a game where it's it's going to be a slow pace here um donovan mitchell he really hasn't had much success success uh, against his mavs team i know they i believe they matched up in the playoffs but uh if you just take a look at, at the regular season um uh, when he was with the utah jazz it hasn't been pretty for him you know last Two games, 12 points, four rebounds, 17 points, uh, nine assists. Sorry, 12 points, four assists, 17 points, nine assists. Did have a couple 33 point games in there as well. But prior to that, 16 and four, 23 and two, 25 and five, 25 and six, 10 and three. I mean, you just kind of go down it. not a lot of success there, so I think you're right. I think we'll see a slower-paced game. Ryan, this might be one of the games tonight that we saw between the Miami Heat and the Indiana Pacers' final type yeah. of final score, like a 90 94-90 type of final score here tonight. So, yeah, no argument for me um, about uh, Donovan Mitchell here tonight. Hopefully it is a slow night for him.
1: Yeah, no, you just pointing it out. He's gone under that 30-and-a-half against these Mavericks, what, eight out of the last ten games? So, yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um. All right, let's get into my best bet as we wrap it up here. I'm going to go over to that game between the OKC Thunder and the Miami Heat. Uh, I'm going to go with Tyler Hero tonight. Give me the points and assists over 27 and a half here. And I think the one thing that I really made me uh, or made me like this play and give it out as a best bet is that, number one, no Jimmy Butler here tonight. For the Miami Heat, um, he's going to be out with, I believe, just a, a knee, you know, injury management night off for him. But take a look at Tyler Hero so far in the season 19 half points per game, 4.3 assists per game. And over his last five games, he's seen, uh, he's averaging 37.4 minutes per game, he's also averaging 21.4 uh points per game, and also about five assists. But if you take a look at his numbers, with uh, without Jimmy Butler in the lineup. It's really Tyler Hero's uh night to shine when he's not in those games. So far this season, um it's been up I think it was like seven or eight games. I'm trying to pull up the game log here. Uh give me one. Yeah. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six games uh this season that tyler Hero has played in without Jimmy Butler. And in those games, if you take a look, Jimmy, uh, sorry, Tyler Hero, last game against the Pistons, 34.6 assists against the Boston Celtics, 22-9. and nine. He did have two games in there where He had 11 points each where he didn't have a great shooting night. Uh, but he did have a triple-double in one of those games and did have double-digit assists. And then two games earlier this season, he had 26 points and then 29 points here uh, against the Pacers without Jimmy Butler. So I'm expecting to see a big night here from uh, – Tyler Hero without Jimmy Butler in this lineup. I think 27 and a half is a conservative. I think he'll be able to rack up the assist and get this ball to BAM. And we also know Tyler Hero can score at will, right? He can knock down the three-point shot. He can also uh get to the basket, a finish around the basket. It's a pretty good uh field uh sorry free throw shooter as well. Um and again, if you look at the volume of three-point shots and just field goals, he's getting up without Jimmy Butler in the lineup. I think that's is a pure play for me where, you know, he should have a big night here tonight for the Miami Heat go up against the OKC Thunder team. So for my best bet here, Ryan, I'm going with Tyler Hero, points and assists over 27 and a half.
1: Yeah, no, off I like that play, especially looking at like how much this offense relies on Jimmy Butler when he's in there, uh, 15 field goal attempts a game. So it's got to go somewhere, and no better candidate than Tyler Hero. You're looking at what he's done in those games without Jimmy Butler. Every game is almost between, what, 17 and 20 field goal attempts, so a lot of volume there. And like you said, I anticipate him and Bam getting involved uh, early and often in that pick-and-roll uh, offensively. Yeah. <clears throat> should be, should be, I say, easy work for my. Or not easy work. I want to say
0: because Oklahoma City Thunder have been competitive, more so on the road. But they're at home here tonight. Are the Thunder? But yeah, I think those are going to be the two guys, like you mentioned. There, Bam Adebayo, with how bad of a rebounding team the Thunder are, and then Tyler Hero, you know, being kind of that facilitator or guy that can put up the points for you in the absence of Jimmy Butler, who we know can just do everything for this Miami heat team. So, uh, and again, kind of going through their injury report, it's always a circus because they always have so many guys in and out of the lineup, but Tyler hero has been one of the consistent guys with has just playing ball uh, for this Miami heat team. Yep. All right, Ryan, that's going to do it, my man uh for this edition of the NBA prop cast. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, buddy?
1: No, uh be on the NFL pod later with uh, Justin Mark, old-fashioned football, to preview what now? Week 15 already? Crazy week how it's 15. going. Yeah, already week
0: 15, man. It's about four games left for each team uh, this season. And yep. before we know it, Ryan, playoffs are going to be here for the NFL.
1: Yeah, no, we're previewing Saturday games now too, so it's kind of kind of different. That's and, uh, you know we're winding it down. Y- yeah, no, college football's over, or at least the regular season. And speaking of the NFL gambling podcast, uh, we put out a tweet yesterday for our hundredth episode. We're giving away a uh, what a hundred dollar free gift card to a yeah. lucky winner. You got to leave a uh, five star rating and a review. So go ahead and do so to make sure you're eligible.
0: Yeah. 100th episode already. We just launched that feed and um, podcast this season. We've been going every single day for the NFL Gambling Podcast on Monday through Friday. Uh, we reached 100th episode, and and you know uh, the bosses are in a gifting mood this holiday season. So do us yeah. a favor, get over to the NFL Gambling Podcast, uh, leave a rating and review. Uh, once all those are filtered in, we'll pick a one lucky winner at random to get a $100 gift card to the newly relaunched SGPN merch store. A lot of great stuff on the march store there so definitely check it out as well and just do us a favor leave us a rating and review not only for the nfl pod for all the pods that you may listen to on the sgp network definitely helps uh, uh climb the charts and be the best pods out there uh for all of our uh dgens and listeners out there all right make sure to follow ryan on twitter at moneyline mac uh sorry moneyline underscore mac follow me on twitter at sports nerd 824 Until then, uh, we'll be back later on the PropCast with Rod to talk about the Thursday Night Football Player Props. So look out for that. And I'll be back uh, on Friday um, for NBA props as well as NFL Week 15 props as well. So till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.